Hello and welcome to Worship Conversations by Awakened Generation, where we are passionate about equipping and empowering the church in all things worship. AG is a worship missions organization based in Singapore with a vision to see a movement of creatives and leaders transformed, equipped, and empowered by the Holy Spirit to live out the Great Commission, impacting the nations for His glory. Check out our music and worship score at www.awakengeneration.sg. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of thanksgiving and how it is a gift for us to live from a renewed perspective of life. In today's episode, we continue the discussion on this gift and how we can cultivate a lifestyle of thankfulness. Alright, let's get to it. So when you see things like lack or you see things like sickness, we can actually see with thanksgiving what heaven's resources are, whether it's provision or whether it's healing, and we give thanks and we will see it come, come to pass. So I believe like thanksgiving is also a practice of maturing mm. as a believer to be able to see things the way God sees. Um, also, I'm reminded of Psalm 69 verse 30, it's very simple. It just says, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. And in the past, I used to always think of the word magnify like, as if like I have to give something to God so that he can become bigger. <laughs> you know? Wait, I, I don't, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're just as like, I magnify him so God's... But, but actually, magnifying, it's like God's always... He's already great. He, he's already great. Yeah. But it's like magnifying is for your eyeballs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's actually not like God is already great. But when you magnify, it's like you're putting his greatness before your vision. Mm. Yeah, because when you don't magnify, the other things around you fill up your vision and you're more overwhelmed by that. Mm. But magnifying, you're simply becoming, you are becoming aware of the greatness of God. Yeah, it's not like you're a trip, like you're just, you know, God is, yeah, God, God is very good. Like God, like God, like, oh, give me this, give me this. God's already great. Yeah. So it's actually, again, because God's such a good father, it's for us. This is why he invites us to magnify him. Because when we are in that place of fully, like in our entire vision, we're not seeing the problems, but we're seeing God and his greatness. It helps us to live rightly and to live in a way that Jesus has already overcome this world and we can position us to also live that way. Yeah. So Yeah, I love that some also say it's like magnify him with thanksgiving. It's like thanksgiving is the way we magnify God in our own eyes. In our own eyes, in our eyes. Alaris, just now you said something about um, that thanksgiving allows us to renew our mind and that's part of maturing in Christ, right? Um, I think recently I'm also learning that thanksgiving... It's actually more of a muscle than it is like, I don't know what's not a non-muscle. Maybe not a bone. <laughs> a bone that's already there. It's more like a muscle that needs activation, needs stretching, um, needs to be grown. Um, and I, yeah, I think also personally recently, I don't feel necessarily very thankful <laughs> all the time. I think, you know, with, with life, there just comes a lot of discouragement and disappointment. Um, and it can be hard to give thanks. Um, but I think what the Lord has been showing me lately is, is really that 
when I choose to give things, like, number one, like you said, it renews my mind um, to his, his greatness, to, to remind me of, actually, things aren't that bad. Like, and, I, and coming from, a, I think I'm speaking more from a um, person who is, I'm just very, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not necessarily facing anything big, anything really, like, difficult, but just the day-to-day um, it can be easy to fall into patterns of discouragement and, you know, just being like, eh, sien. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and I feel like God, yeah, God wants, um, yeah, he, he wants his bride to shine on this earth. Be radiant. Be radiant. Mm. Not complainy. Yeah. <laughs> Not, walau. Yeah, why like this? You know, you know, yes. I, yeah, that's why I feel like when we really embrace like the power of thanksgiving in our lives, people who don't know God will see it. Yeah. They will definitely see it because when the world is facing and, and believers are not exempt from suffering and like circumstances that happen in the world, but when we are able to face it with a joy that's anchored in the Lord, yeah. a steadfastness, yeah. It really, there's so many people who don't know God that when those things are taken away from them, like, it, it fully shakes them. And they're looking for some sort of anchor or stability. Mm-hmm. And when they see believers that in the midst of the storm that they're, like, still praising God, they're giving thanks, it just speaks to them that, like, oh, wow, like, what is, what is this anchor that you guys can... Like, what is this foundation that you guys are standing on yeah. mm. that gives you so much just peace in yeah. the midst of the storm? Yeah, and so sometimes I feel like that 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 speaks louder than just, like, passing someone a, a track of, like, <laughs> you want to... But then your, your own life as a believer is so overwhelmed by your, by your problems, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I, I really feel, like, the, the heart of the Lord inviting us to really embrace this and to mm. be that, ra- that radiant... Right, yeah. You know what? When you were talking about magnifying the Lord, um, having a thanksgiving or thankful heart causes or help you to take a moment to reflect, because sometimes as human beings we are very forgetful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We live, we live for the moment, and then you know it's just like a, a fleeting thought or a passing wind, you know, just comes and go. But that's why thankfulness like what you say is like a muscle, it helps remind you yeah. where you came from and where you're heading to. So that's why the scripture says, give thanks in all circumstances. So how Ellery's and I, you know, when we go through adversity or challenges, we take moments in our, um, our time where one of the things that we do quite regularly, um, which I would encourage everyone if you're at that place as well, uh, we take communion. Mm. Um, if you if you can, you know, I mean, in my in my conviction, in my opinion, for me that I believe one one of the two most intimate act that Jesus did with his disciples was done in the washing of the feet and the breaking of breaking bread and drinking and drinking of the wine of communion. And the reason why it is to give thanks, to tell the disciples, do this in remembrance of me is to remember when you go... That was probably the most uh, intimate, most vulnerable moment Jesus was describing about his death. 
And so in remembrance of giving thanks, we remember what he has done for us so that it gives us hope and anchors us to move forward. And, and, and so when Eloise and I, we, we, we go through different, you know, seasons of trials or pain or, you know, adversity, we take a moment to give thanks to the Lord and to reflect what he has brought us through and how we have those victory through him and seeing him taking us through what we will experience, things to come. Mm. By giving thanks, we say, God, we know that we can trust you, that you will lead us through this. Psalms 23, the valley of the shadow of death. Mm. I will fear no evil for your rod and your staff, it comforts me. Your rod, which means, God, there are some disciplines, uh, some straightening things that you're doing in my life mm. for my own good. Your staff, Lord, is comfort, is direction. And so... And, and I think every believer, that's why it's called, we are called believers. We believe in the finishing work of Christ. We believe that He is faithful. It's not an intellectual decision. It is a, a heartfelt, relational aspect. That's why there's such a relational aspect into this thanksgiving. It's intimacy. When, when, when pre-believers, non-believers sees the way how we worship the Lord, they say, hey man, you're not just, there is that connection that is that connection with heart to heart. I feel that. I see that. I see your love is expressed through that. That's why it's, it's not just a preconceived idea of notion, but it is a tangible expression of that. Mm. That's why when we give thanks to the Lord in worship, you can see people are lifting their hands up. Their posture is different. They are beholding. They are, you know, they, there is tears. There is emotions. Why God gave us that? It's no different when you look at when somebody's watching a football match. I mean, I, I grew up in a culture where we, we, we watch rugby. Yes. People will paint their face, will dress in the uniform. They will scream, united with stand. Why? Why is that? Because they are, when they score a goal, wow, they high five. They are so happy. They are thankful that I'm supporting this team. There is an affection that's shown towards that. And yet, when it comes to the Christian faith, what is the expression of that? Mm. Are we thankful that this is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that has saved us from the pit of hell mm. versus some athlete who's trying to get a cow leather skin across a white line or a goalpost? I mean, you think about that, the difference with that. And so that's why Alice was mentioning just now earlier on that Christians should be the most happiest people, should be the most celebrated people, should be the most passionate people when it comes to the matter of the heart with the Lord. Mm. And in our expression of thanksgiving, that's why, you know, when we come to what we call church service, <laughs> or, you know, when in AG we our revival night or our, our, our convergence, normally I will open up, and it sounds like a sounding gong, but I always open up with Psalms 100, you know, Psalms 100, verse 4 and 5 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We're entering into the presence of God. We are inviting him with thanksgiving. And it says, Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continue through all generations is the word Toda. Lord, I'm so thankful. That is that expression of relationship. I'm so thankful that you are here in our, in our midst. I'm so thankful that you've invited me to come into your courts. With, 
with things. I'm not coming here with my list, but I'm coming here to know that God, I just appreciate and I just value you. So when we say thank you to somebody, what are we doing in human relationship is that we are showing our appreciation for the person, what they have done for us or what they have expressed in showing us grace or gratitude. And so in response to that, I'm thankful. I'm so appreciative of you. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you. Mm. So when we do that, guess what? It doesn't just change our mindset. It changed us in the way how we align with His will as well. Mm. And God responds to that. Mm. He inhabits the praises of His people. What does that mean? He takes in, He goes, wow, there's a group of people that, who acknowledge that, that they are thankful to me. You know what? I'm going to choose to respond to them. I mean, it's just like us, right? When I say thank you to you, I say, hey, man, how much I appreciate you. Your response to me, Delph, will be very different. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're paying more attention to me. Why? Because you are noticing that I value you. Mm-hmm. Yes. How much is that for us? And that's why God is moved by faith. You can be thankful, but if your expression or if your motivation is not true, it doesn't change a person, right? Yeah. But when the motivation and the posture and the expression all combined together becomes valuable, guess what? It just catches God's attention and says, okay, I have not found such great faith. Why? Because the response, the posture is different. So if as believers, as we go to church and really praise and give thanks and worship the Lord, man, you're about to have a Holy Ghost party right there happening in the church. Why? Because God wants to show up. And when he shows up, he just says, well, there's such great faith in the room. Okay, everything is possible right now releasing that. Maybe now is a good time to talk about how. How, because we talked a lot about the importance of thanksgiving, um, the significance of having a thankful heart and what it does for us as believers. Um, but maybe how, what are some helpful ways that we can cultivate a thankful heart? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one, one just very simple, powerful way is first in how we approach our, our quiet times, like our time with the Lord. Um, because even for me, like in the past, it would always be like, I, I come to God with my petitions only, <laughs> yeah. like straight off. Um, but you see, the way that I'm praying, if I don't give thanks first, is I'm almost praying as a beggar, mm. as opposed to knowing I am a son and daughter, mm. son or daughter of God, and that I have um, access to God as my father, and that I can... I, it's more that I'm, I need to learn how to remind myself of who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I don't want to pray powerless prayers of, of just, please, God, if you, if you can, you know? <laughs> it's just like there's no faith in that. You know, there's no faith because you're not seeing God rightly. You're, you're seeing him as maybe sometimes I'll take care of you, sometimes I don't, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, and so I think a p- powerful way is instead of just coming uh, firstly with all your petitions, like what the verse that we talked about earlier, Philippians 4, 6-7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So I would like to actually encourage you guys to spend a majority of your time in your, your QTs, actually in thanksgiving and worship. Worship is a very, very powerful way mm-hmm. um, in which we can use the power of music, to actually sing the word of God and meditate on it mm. um, and let uh, thanksgiving as response rise up. 
um, in your heart. And I think, um, again, uh, we also talked about that verse from 1 Thessalonians 5, right? Mm. Um, it says in the verse to give thanks in all circumstances. It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the key to giving thanks in all circumstances is if you pray for the, if you are giving thanks for the thing that is unchanging, right? Mm-hmm. Which is who God is, his character, and what he's done for you. So those are the things you give thanks for. I mean, you know, um, of course we're thankful for the the things like the material things that God may give us on this earth to take care of us, like a house or provision and all of that, which is great. Uh, but those are circumstantial, and God is still good no matter if those change or not. You know, so I feel it's important that when we give thanks, we first give thanks for for our salvation in the Lord. You know that we have this relationship, this abiding relationship with a living God, our Heavenly Father, who we get to live with forever, mm. you know, um, but also in this life mm. that we have complete access to Him, yeah. you know, and I think that is, that is one thing that we can definitely give thanks for. Yeah, because when, when, when that's not constantly on the forefront of our minds, then you will find it very hard to praise God because yeah. then you'll be like, what do I praise God for? Yeah. But because you haven't given thanks, that's why you can't praise yeah. So, um, yeah. So that would be my encouragement for everyone here. So when you approach your quiet time, spend majority of the time, maybe eighty percent of the time, just worshiping, giving thanks for your salvation, reading scripture again that reminds you of, of who God is, yeah. and let it soak and permeate your heart. Okay. Don't just let it. Don't just read it the way you read your literature book from. 12th grade. I don't know. Grade. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking wrong about... context. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah wrong context. I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't grow up secondary in school. School. Yeah, in secondary University. school. Yeah. yeah, don't read it. I mean, of course, there are times that there, there is purpose in studying the word academically as well to get, you know, facts, history, things like that. But when, you're connect, when the purpose is for you to connect with God, then you have to let his word sink into your heart. You know, and mean, yeah, saturate your heart. Let it be real to you in your circumstance and you're speaking to God as you're doing it. You know, you're asking like, wow, you know, thank you, God, that you promised this. And um, Lord, what are things, and you're, you're asking God, like, what are things in my life that, you know, I may need to change, you know, so that I can walk in the fullness of this, etc. Yeah. yeah, so that is what, how I would encourage you guys. One very helpful way of um, allowing the word to soak or to soak ourselves in the word of God is to use the harp and bowl um, model of praise and prayer that Definitely. we did in, that we talked about in the last two episodes. Yep, so listen oh, yes, to the live podcast with Stephanie. with Stephanie James. So go intercession check and prayer uh, and, and worship, intercession and worship. So yeah. go listen to that as well. That's right. <laughs> Good plucking. <laughs> yeah, Kel, any encouragement or was it in Revelation that talks about? Go back to your first love. Yeah, go back to what is, what made, what made you, what made you come alive. You know, back to your first love. You know, when you talk about first love, is, it's not a rekindle of old, old love or old habit. It's, it's, it's the, the, you know, I, that's why I, I think like what Elrich said just now. I mean, I, I wake up every day. Well, at least I think think of it in the morning when I go to the bathroom and, you know, and we all go to the bathroom and do our thing, you know, comb our hair, brush our teeth, wash our face and so forth. I think that is the only time 
for me in the morning that I actually look at a mirror. I don't think I've looked at a mirror other than that the whole day, besides, you know, if you, you know, social media, on phone, you're taking photos. But I think realistically for me that when I look at a mirror, I, I honestly say this to myself in my, in my mind. I say, oh, Lord, I, I, I am so weak. Um, I'm, sometimes I even say, which I think is true, I'm a wretched sinner. Without your grace, I'm really um, nothing. John 15, apart from you, I can do nothing. Mm. But God, I give thanks because you have given me this life mm. that I can make a difference for you. I give thanks for my salvation that you have saved me. And if many of you may have heard my testimony many times before, at age of 17, I almost lost that. Mm. And so I can date back of sequential moments in time where the tower was almost thrown in, but with that reminder of being thankful and reminder of what he brought me out of and brought me through, mm. I can't help but to say, God, you are good. Mm. And I think that's very important for every one of us who, you know, especially we need to train that muscle yeah. of just every morning is the first thing we do it so naturally, sometimes we forget when we give thanks to the Lord for our food. Oh God, we thank you for the food on the table and bless into our body. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Say you see, very fast. say very fast. <laughs> but why are we giving thanks to the Lord for the food? So that we don't get poisoned? <laughs> or so that we can stomach ache? We don't gain weight. Gain weight? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but the, the reason why we give thanks is really because, hey, the, what, what I'm eating right now comes from you, Lord. You gave me that sustenance. You, gave, you provided the resources you provided jobs for people to make those food. And thank God for Grab delivery guys and, you know, all the different... And we forget that it didn't come on our own merit. And so, I, I don't know, I dwell into that when I think about it. And it's a moment for us to, rem, to remind ourselves that, yeah, God is faithful. And of course, you know, I think that is a good, not just practice, but a lifestyle to do. Um, I'm learning to do that more when I before I go to sleep. Mm. We give thanks in the morning, but we forget to give thanks at night. <laughs> I want to end, beginning my day with Thanksgiving and end my day with Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, I, I can say that I, I, I haven't done it as much. I should. I, you know, sometimes you say, oh, I'm so tired, I just want to sleep. But, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that place where I, I, I do that. In, you know, when I think through things, God, I'm thankful for what happened today. And I'm thankful as well, God, that situation didn't turn out this way, but I'm responding to you. Um, of course, one of the things I shared previously was that um, more and more often, like, and I don't want this to become a habit where only when, when difficult times happens, we take communion, but Elrit and I have so often taken communion uh, during um, challenging times because we want to break certain cloud that's over us by reminding of the, the beautiful time of taking the communion is to remember the covenant that we have with him, we have with the Lord, mm. um, but also giving thanks as well is an opportunity for us to do that. And so, again, depends, you know, what, um, I, you know, whether it's denominational thing or whatsoever, but for me, we just get to do it. We, we, we get our packets, element packets we buy from online and we, we stock it at home. I mean, be creative. I mean, you know, like get get your roti or get, you know, uh, cut, you know, bread or, you know, your, what do you call it? Your dough, um, sourdough bread. And, 
and uh, yeah. and and get Ribena juice. And to me, it's it's not the is what it represents. Yeah. yeah, and just do it together as a family, yeah. as a couple, as friends. I mean, we 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 have done it actually last week several times with different people. Um, yeah. and it's powerful to be reminded that we are in this covenant relationship with the Lord. And uh, just watch and see what happens. We have seen miracles happen when we do that. Not just the element on itself, that will, but it's the act of that, the faith that activated things in the natural realm. So, yeah. Wonderful. Why don't we uh, give thanks then? Why don't we spend the time and close this podcast off with uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. And, and I want to encourage, especially if you're listening to this, I know that many of us who are listening to this We'll probably have, you know, 110 different circumstances and challenges and adversity that you're facing. And if that's you, you know, you're, you're, you're in the right place at the right time right now listening to this because this is a moment and opportunity for us to respond to God in thanksgiving. And so I'm just going to lead us in prayer. Um, and I want to give you the opportunity to respond to the Lord. Father, we come to you, Lord, with thanksgiving. Abba, Father, we, we know that in John 15 says, apart from you, we can do nothing. Lord, we, we are faced with all sorts of different challenges and, you know, um, with the situation and, Lord, the pandemic that is taking place and many are hoping that 2021 will be different and yet the wave of, the after effect of the wave that has been coming through, whether it's been mental health, whether it's oppression, depression, whether it's job losses, whether it is just, Lord, just being in that, in that disruption of starting and pausing and starting, Lord, whether it is um, family feud or, you know, uh, just bad reports, all these things come about that can be so overwhelming to us, Lord. And Lord, we... As believers, we, we know the scriptures well. We, we can quote the scriptures, but Lord, help us to understand that sometimes in our own perception or our own you know, uh, finite human understanding that we feel like sometimes you are far away from us. We sometimes may even question, God, where are you in this? And God, you're not offended by this. In fact, you are, you are not offended. In fact, you, you welcome us to come and wrestle with you when, when answers are not met, when questions are bigger than itself. But God, you demonstrated that through Jesus. And, and I'm just reminded that, you know, that, that's, you know, that time where Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was wrestling, um, knowing that the time, the hour has come where that he know his time of being, being taken by the soldiers and being tortured and being crucified will come. And that moment of humi humility and vulnerability, he says, may this cup pass me by. And yet at the same time, he responded, says, not my will be done, but yours wills. And so Father, we, and he got on his feet and Lord, he, Jesus did, in response to the Father. And so, Father, I'm praying right now, you know, in many of us here who are going through pain and suffering and, Lord, in, 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 
having different needs that are not met. Father, first of all, Lord, we come to you and we give thanks to you right now for our salvation, especially for many of us here who have given our life to you, Jesus, when we are at the lowest point of our life, when we are so far away from you and we encounter your love. Lord, I pray right now, bring us back to the first love. Bring us back to the original place of where we encounter you, where we first met you, where you, you tuck our hearts, where you transform our life from the inside out. Lord, we are reminded of your goodness. Lord, we're reminded that Jesus, you died on the cross. You saved us from condemnation, from sin, and you gave us a brand new heart and brand new life. And you are continuously doing a new thing. You say in your word that your mercies are renewed every day. So, Lord, today, Lord, we come to you, Lord, with thanksgiving. You say in your word in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And, Lord, we do not forget in Colossians chapter 3, 5, 15, and 17, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule your heart. Jesus, we want you to rule our heart with that peace. Since as member of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in our hearts. And whatever you do, whether in words or deeds, do it all in the name of Jesus and Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, Father, through Him. So, Father, today we choose to give thanks to you, be reminded, Father, what you have done for us previously. Let us not forget of the things, but let us hold on to what you would do for us and through us in the days ahead. And I just felt I want to release this word and prophesy over many of you here as well, that this too shall pass, that this too shall pass. This is only momentarily that in all circumstances, that this too shall pass, that God is going to bring you through it. Just like how in Psalms 23, it says that, though you, you know, we will walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil for your rod and your staff comforts me. Father, I pray right now in Jesus as we give thanks to you. May your presence, may your peace, may the Holy Spirit, who is a person, come and bring comfort. Lord, as we draw near to you, will you draw near to us? Father, as we fix our eyes on you, who is the author, the perfecter of our faith, as we magnify you, Father, help us to diminish the problems where it may seem big, but actually, when we magnify you, these things are not big at all. And Lord, help us to silence and help us to quiet down our anxious thoughts to think your thoughts Father so Father I pray today Lord may there be supernatural breakthrough I pray as many of us who are praying for the peace of the Lord to guard us we are praying through Lord for Lord for your for the breakthrough of the Lord to come I pray that Lord that you will guard our hearts Lord we choose to be thankful today we choose to be reminded that you are still good no matter what. And Father, I pray right now, I, I release, 
Father, just a word of encouragement over every listener. Bless them, Lord, I pray. Bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. No matter what you're going through in your life, I hope this podcast has encouraged you to respond to the Lord with thanksgiving and are renewed again to see the Lord's goodness and faithfulness. Till next time, take care and see you soon.